0: After some time walking through all this beauty, I see a glow ahead of me. It isn't just sunlight, but colorful light. I can smell it, too. It smells like the perfect blend of every fragrant plant I can think of. Jasmine, roses, honeysuckle, wisteria, freesia, peonies. When I reach the center, there they all are, arranged in beautiful patterns with even more sculptures and citrus and peach trees planted in between to balance the sweet aroma of the flowers. And all of them are being kissed by dozens of butterflies. In the middle of it all is a large water fountain in the shape of the orchid Barrett gave me. This is the center of the labyrinth, and it is the most beautiful place I've ever seen in all my life. I sit down, close my eyes, and take it all in. I thank God for such beauty, and lie down on the ground. I see you did make it after all. I know who it is. I don't need to look. Barrett, this place is amazing. It is, he says knowingly. I brought you a blanket and some fruit. How did you know I'd need them? When most people come here, they do exactly what you're doing right now, and they stay a while. I roll over and Baird is there with an elaborate picnic basket. He pulls out two bottles, one wine, one water, and two wine glasses. He roots around the basket and reveals a large round peach and cuts it in half. He never once looks at me while he's doing this. He takes the pit out and offers me half. No thank you, I say, and he shrugs and bites into the peach. It is so ripe I can hear both the crunch of the skin and the sound of juice squirting into his mouth. The juice runs from his lips down the center of the peach. He turns it in toward him and runs his tongue up the center to catch all of the excess juice. He is slow and deliberate with his tongue, and this time he never takes his eyes off me while he does it. I instantly get wet and swallow hard. I lick my lips as he takes a big and final bite of peach and juice runs down his chin. He lets it run off and a final drop hangs there. I grab a napkin in front of me and hand it to him. His hands are full with a glass and wine so he sticks his chin out for me to wipe it. I move closer and dab his chin. I can smell his smell again, and it does its thing, wrapping itself around me the way it did the first time. My heart starts pounding again, and his breath quickens. I drop the napkin and let my thumb kiss his thick, soft, wet lips. He gently places his hand over mine and moves it to the back of his neck. But he waits and does nothing else. I take a deep breath and pull him into me. I part my lips and press them against his. His lips sink into mine, between mine, around mine. And then I feel the warm wetness of his tongue search in mine.